like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, all Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hey, all Seth here. What's up? It's Jess. Gosh, you sound so beautiful today. Oh, my God. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, guys. It's the raspy me. Like, can I ask you a serious question, though? And sure. you won't get, will you not get mad? Um, no, I won't. How many cigarettes did you smoke last night? The se- a whole pack. <laughs> I, I kind of need one right now, so I'm going to leave for a second. I did see that pack of new ports fall out of your purse <laughs> last time you were here. Are those like the trashy <laughs> brand or something? They used to be. <laughs> when I smoked, that was like the. You rem- smoked noops? No, I did not smoke noops. You take me for more of a camel guy. <laughs> I was camel lights for <laughs> oh, most of my smoking years. Nice. So I've never been a smoker. Is mm. like that a thing? Like you know how like you kind of like your trashy beer for your hillbilly people? Is that like the same with cigarettes? I guess kinda. Because Newports are menthol, which are pretty ugh, rough. Menthol? Mm-hmm. Like they taste menthol-y? They're like minty, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Do they make you smell as bad? Yeah. Oh, you smell worse? Probably worse. I wonder, like, what... Do they give you, like, a better, like, head buzz or something? I don't think so. They just, like, feel different when you inhale. Hmm. Hmm. It's like minty. cooler. It's a little cooler. Yeah. Feels a little better on <clears> your <throat> lungs. Yeah. This is giving you cancer. Yes. Seth's like, damn, oh. I want a cigarette. Damn, I want a cigarette. <laughs> But now they have all <laughs> kinds of flavors. There's like chocolate and all this crap Ew. I've seen. Yeah. Which sounds kind of gross, but. That sounds really gross. Yeah. I don't want any of that near no. or around Mm-mm. my mouth. No. I only want one thing in my mouth. <laughs> Do of tell. Course. It's the old meat log. <laughs> Speaking of. The skin pipe. That's all I smoke anymore. Dude, we. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that? <laughs> I've heard the skin flute. I've never heard the skin. Yeah, the old skin pop. <laughs> Why do you say pipe like that? Pop. 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 Skin pop. Come here, pop. Bring me that pop. <laughs> that looks like pie. Fucking hillbilly, dude. Uh, huh, speaking anyway. of the meat log. Yeah, we've found a growth on the meat log here. We did a reel, a reel about it, and uh, I don't know if it's growth. It's like gross. coming out of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, though. It's like it a, looks like if you zoomed up on a butthole as it was taking a shit. It does. <laughs> it really fucking does. I don't know any other way to describe Yeah, but if you mm-hmm. pull on the skin here on the meat log, it like... Ew. <laughs> like this white shit comes out. Well, it's like <laughs> something just came in there. Looking is fucking disgusting. Ew, yeah. <laughs> this is legit Seth after his meatloaf night. Like, Ew. Yeah. Stand up and all the cum <laughs> falls out. It's like a fucking waterfall, dude. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God.
Oh, Lord. We just lost some viewers. Just like all the juices collecting on top of that thing is gross, too. Yeah, it's getting... There's like some fatty buildup, too. Look. Yeah. We should do like a presentation on the meat log. What you guys, guys are just like holding it and stuff. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit okay this is hmc 38 the movie is dream catcher from 2003 it was jess's pick fantastic pick jess as always seth we gotta work on your picks you're really sucking lately. shut your mouth okay sorry sorry this is our second mo- or third movie technically of our march monster madness month mm. Yay. <laughs> jess yes um so we were talking before we got started here, and uh, Seth and I agree that you should slip a dick pic in your tax information when you go get it done. Yeah. And that's not a even, good idea. Like, print it out in black and white, not even in color. Oh it's like a black and white Xeroxed <laughs> like, <laughs> dick pic photo. Don't you have a Polaroid camera? I do. You should Ooh. do a Polaroid, but make wow. it look real, like, gross. Okay. Like, kind of dirty. Where am I supposed to get this dick pic from? <laughs> online and then He's just like, take just a picture. Take one. Oh, just take it online. Okay. Take a picture of a picture. Yeah. Okay. It needs to be like real bushy. They'll be like, and it'll be extra weird that it's a Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It'll look real homemade. They're going to be like, what the fuck's going on What if they just like here? never said anything, just returned it with your time? <laughs> like stapled it. Or to better yet, the if they don't return it. <laughs> <laughs> what if they keep it, dude? Oh and I come God. back and I'm like, I need my picture. Um, was there <laughs> a Fuck photo it. in there? I know you took it. <laughs> it's like on the wall there. <laughs> have you seen this dick? <laughs> you should go in with like a wanted sign. Like, have you seen this dick? <laughs> I left a Polaroid in my taxes. <laughs> dude, I'm going to get sent off to the institution for yeah. something like this. <laughs> like a call from the police. But I'm be like, there's a woman here asking for her dick pic Polaroid picture back. <laughs> it's 2021. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be funny. What do I know? All right. You guys excited? This is going to be the most riveting segment of the podcast. Seth, what have you been up to? <sighs> I watched a, a movie. Tell us about it. Uh, the Changeling <laughs> from 1980, recommended oh. by Mal. He was texting me about it. He was like, this movie's so good. It actually is. It starts out really slow, but it's pretty good. It's kind of long. It's a werewolf movie, so. right? No. Who's in, it? <laughs> Who's in it? I don't know who the people are. I mean, it's pretty old, but it's oh. kind of had some The Ring and Insidious vibes in it because there's like a spooky house and like he figures out that like the guy that lived there like murdered his kid and buried him in a well to like get this inheritance and stuff. It's pretty good. Shit. Sounds very Ring-esque. Yeah, Ringy. but the fucked up part is the kid was like crippled and he like drowned him in the bathtub, like just picked his legs up oh. and they showed it. I was like, this is fucked up. He's crippled? Mm-hmm. And he just like one armed him over the tub? He was in the bathtub, so he like pulled his legs up so his body went under and drowned him. His arms didn't work? His arms worked, but he couldn't like get up. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. I think he would have just used his arms, lift himself up out of the water. They're like, <laughs> Yeah, so it's like the whole mystery of him trying to figure out what happened in the house. I'm like, it's pretty good. The Changeling. We mm-hmm. should write it down. Maybe we'll do it sometime. Dude, that was great. See, this is what you're supposed to do during this section. Well, I don't normally watch anything else other than our shit, so. Yeah. Hmm. You want to tell people about your home inspection? It was an appraisal. Oh, okay. It was fine. Okay. Everything's good? <laughs> yes. Okay. They didn't find any of the bodies? No. Okay. They weren't that detailed. Okay, that's good. That's no. good. Did you seduce the man? 
or woman. To. Or it woman. Was, it was an older gentleman. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you like? Would you like to come in? No, I just a- like rubbed his shoulders a little bit. And, you know. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> he didn't say anything. Sir, please stop touching me. I think he had a hard on. I don't. I doubt <laughs> that. Oh Jess, what have you been up to? Oh, um, I watched a bunch of shit. Oh God. Okay. I watched. Um, I care a lot. Have you seen the previews Mm-mm. for that? Mm-mm. This chick's like a con woman. Ooh. Like how you did the air quotes. Con woman. I can't remember oh, what her name car is. Carn, like a carny. <laughs> is that a thing? A carn woman. I don't know. Yeah, she uh, worked at a carnival. Is this the one where she tries to like, like, get in that old lady's house? Yes. Okay, I watched the trailer for that. I added it to my list. Yeah. Is it good? It's really good. Okay. Peter Dinklage is in it. Um, that's like his mom that she's trying to like get into her house and get her into a nursing home and like basically takes over her estate and everything. So does she, does she fuck with her back? Oh yeah. Okay. It's great. So it's a a comedy. It's like a, uh, comedy action. Ooh. Ish. Yeah. The dramedy. A dramedy. Yeah. Dramedy. Is Peter Dinklage good in it? He's awesome in it. Is he? He's like a mob boss type guy. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's fucking. It's good. I have to watch it's it. It's really good. What else you got? Uh, I started season three of Westworld. Does it get better? Yes. I tried to do season two and could not. Get season into two it. was rough. I had to push through it, but I heard season three was really good, so I was like, I'm just gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You just push right through. I push right through. Like the shit coming out of this, pushing right through it. <laughs> oh my god! Right out of the mud. Did you finish WandaVision? I finished WandaVision. I got two left episodes. It's good. It's not exactly what I was expecting, but it's it, good. At first, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but it does get better. Yeah. The first two episodes kind of throw you. You're like, is this mm-hmm. how it's going to be the whole time? Or mm-hmm. It's good. What? Did you watch it, Seth? No, I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. It's good. You could just like, it's all out now. So just they're Binge half it. hour episodes. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. They go quick and there's a lot of, um, I don't know. Did you say it was like Pleasantville in the beginning? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, each episode is a different like era of sitcom. Yeah. It's so, like it starts off in black and white oh, and then okay. it goes up through the 90s and like, like, like with the, what's that? Malcolm in the Middle. One of them looks just yeah. like Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, I used to love yeah. that show. One's kind of like The <laughs> Office. Like, uh, oh yeah, where they talk to the camera and mm-hmm. shit. I think that's called breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, but I have two left, and there's I don't know. It's okay. It's getting weird. Plus, I was mad. Like, why did they recast Quicksilver as the X Men Quicksilver? That part's weird, but you find out about it. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Don't ruin it. Damn it. <laughs> Anything Same. else? Anything else you got for us? That's all I got. You did a great job. Yeah. You did a great yes. job. Are you feeling okay? For everybody, they don't mm-hmm. know you are. You are a little under the weather. I am. I do feel much better. I've yes. just got this little raspy raspiness to my voice so. it sounded like she said raspiness didn't it yeah it did. <laughs> okay what's a raspiness can you explain on that i'm unsure of what that is if you had so. to guess like you are writing the webster's dictionary and you get to the word raspiness raspiness define um, it please gosh i don't know it almost sounds like it's like a vegetable Ooh, <laughs> that's kind of sound like a veggie <laughs> like <laughs> having grilled raspiness tonight <laughs> Seth, I like your garden. Your ass penises are it's really, yeah. really it's coming like out. It's like a from the asparagus family. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a raspberry and an asparagus mixed yeah. with some sort of like pea. It come, maybe it's in a shell like a pea. Yes. 
and it grows directly up out of the ground. Yeah. Like, erect? Yeah. Yeah. Erect. Fully erect. Uh, I started WandaVision. I've got two left, like I just said. Um, but that's really it. I don't think I've been watching a ton. I've gotten... So for our my other podcast, another horror pod, we are doing the Evil Dead franchise, and I have been trying so fucking hard to get through these movies. Yeah, they don't get any better. How many are there after the second one? Just um, Army of Darkness. Ah, which is if you see the end of Evil Dead Two, that's how all of Army of Darkness is. It's like some weird like medieval times shit, dude. It's oh rough, bad rough. Rough. Keep, 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 <laughs> no, that was good. Did you get? <laughs> did you get the? Okay, great. Wow. Moving on. Let's do truth, no dare. Um, I'll start. We'll go to Seth and then Jess. You guys ready? Ready. Are you sure? Ready. Okay. Truth, no dare. How well is your home? Whoa, home fortified against zombie attacks? I think my home is decently fortified. Whatever that means. Against zombie attacks. We've got pretty serious door locks. We've got cameras everywhere. We've got the door alarms. Uh, we got window alarms. We got everything. We got weapons. I'm pretty nicely located. I don't have some neighbors. Not a ton of neighbors. I don't feel like I could, couldn't fight any of these neighbors. <laughs> I feel like I'm good. My house probably not well. There's too many windows and doors. I do have a lot of places to hide. There's a lot of rooms. That's true. So you that could might like work in my favor. Barricade yourself upstairs. That's true. Mm. So maybe it's okay. You, uh, give yourself a grade, like a out of a hundred percentage wise. Mm, maybe like a sixty. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a hundred would be like a like you have bars on the windows and a bunker. Yeah. Yeah, a bunker. Mm. What about you, Jess? Um, I I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Like ten percent, or no? You could go to your neighbors, and you could hide in the in the stuff. In the stuff. (laughs) What's the stuff? (laughs) They're they're clutter bugs. Yeah. So they have a bunch of shit in their backyard. Yeah. You could like pretend like you're Um, a mannequin and just like. I could. (laughs) Is that a thing? That's a good idea. Um, I'm gonna say a hundred percent. I'm gonna survive. Based on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hide under a truck bed or something back there. They're kind of hillbilly-ish. There's nothing wrong with that. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because you never bring your trash cans in from the yeah, street. That's it. They're not out there right now. They are in. You said hillbilly-ish. You looked right at me like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You're the most hillbilly-ish person at this table. Am I the most hillbilly <clears throat> person you know? No. Okay, good. Mm-mm. That makes me feel better. Seth, Not ahead. like big sexy. Um, <laughs> 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 What's the worst physical pain you've ever been in? Mm. Hmm, probably when I had my appendicitis. Back in the 90s. It was very bad. I couldn't even stand up. It was awful. Like, it came on really quick. Well, you had one. I had what? Appendicitis. I did. Way to steal my whole story. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your Just very painful. Guess I'm not even going to fucking participate during this part. (laughs) You want to answer the rest of the... I had mine before yours, You want to answer... Because you're fucking 50 years older than me. Do you want to answer the rest of my questions for me, too? Yeah, I might want to. Jess? Oh, bitch. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, childbirth. Um, actually, no. Having my water broken before childbirth was yeah, that's the worst. That was worse than the birth part. It was worse. How do they break one's water? They take this big old crochet hook looking thing. What? And yeah, it's very like fucking torturous. Oh, just jab it in there. Yeah. 
They just stick it in? Yep. Do they ask you first? Uh, they're like, here it comes. Does it pop like a water balloon? Uh, not really. <laughs> like spray it? <everywhere. laughs> Did it make a noise? No. Oh. They just kind of hook it and... They it all Dude, yep. like you're making my stomach hurt. I'm what do you sorry. mean they hook it? They like they hook the it, sack so it like breaks your water. It has like a a lip? Yeah, it's got like a little hook thing. Why don't they just use I a just push said, pin? Like, a crochet hook. Do I look like I crochet? <laughs> yes. Look at me. Do I does anything about this say crochet? Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, I guess I missed my call. I do if we came over here and you were sitting in the living room crocheting like a blanket. <laughs> I don't even know what that like means. Almost, d- almost done with it. Yeah. Is that with the yarn? Yeah. Oh. Look, I made you guys something. An HMC Afghan. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I'm still like a little hurt. And like the water just runs out everywhere? Yep. Is it like a lot? They had, they had like a fucking... Okay, it's not a tarp, but... <laughs> It's like a hefty bag. They like. <laughs> it's like some kind of plastic thing around me, and yeah, it just. Yep. So they don't All use that out. suction thing like the dentist has. No. <laughs> 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 you like close your lips on it. <laughs> close down. <laughs> Ready? Close down. Clamp down on it. No. Tighter mist. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we have to bring in the clamps for this one. It's <laughs> got a big old meat napkin down here. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Makes like a <laughs> She's like, I am clamping down. I can't clamp <laughs> You gotta bring in another nurse to hold it. <laughs> oh my god. Just wrap them around there and squeeze. <laughs> Oh, these conversations. Oh, that's fucking gross, dude. Um, the worst physical pain. Uh, yes, appendicitis. Or no, no, not appendicitis, actually. My appendicitis wasn't that bad. They caught it early. Mine was when I had MRSA in my stomach, and they had to physically cut it out while I was awake. That was fun. Yeah, it's scalpel right across my stomach. And then God. they take this big syringe-looking thing, and they suck all this yellow and green pus out of my stomach. Did you keep it? I tried. They wouldn't let me. They had to send it off for testing, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's serious shit when you get that. But, God, how was it that bad? Um, I don't know. It was awful. It was like a bump about this big, and then it like kept getting bigger. Yeah. And I went to the doctor, and they were like, yeah, like touching it, and you know, feeling it, poking it, fucking hurt. Like, okay, we're going to have to, it's MRSA, so it's an integrated staph infection that can't uh, drain itself, so we have to go in and physically drain it. So I'm in the back room, and um, they did, like, shots around it to try to numb it, mm-hmm. and they punctured it. So out of the shot hole, this, the shit started coming out. So she was like, okay, we're going to have to just go ahead and cut it. And the fucking doctor looks at me and goes, this is going to hurt. Cool. Yeah. That's probably a satisfying for That's them to like do. Mercil- it like turns into like a hole, doesn't it? Like it it can. Literally, they can't like, can close be- it. Because once they cut it open to drain it, if they close it, it'll just keep getting infected. So they what they do is they take the shoestring looking thing. It's about that long. It's like a big shoestring, mm-hmm. and they weave it in and out of your hole, and then that <laughs> sucks up all the infection. Damn. Ew. So when that gets big enough to fall out, then your wound just starts healing itself. But yeah, so they can't sew your wound shut. So I walked around with the, uh, like a. A vertical is that vertical? That's horizontal. Horizontal. Mm-hmm. I walked around the horizontal vagina in my stomach with a uh, pussy shoestring hanging out. Nice. That's gross. I don't know about you guys, but I bet you guys are finding me real attractive right now. Not right? anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was it for me. But yeah, just like whoo, damn, cut right open. Uh, Jess, 
Uh, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, an almost car accident with my mom. Like, uh, when was that? I was like 10. And I, we were in a cornfield. <laughs> like, she was of somebody, course. like, when we were in the country outside of St. Paris, actually. Nice. And um, some truck, like, turned and, like, cut us off. And my mom fucking completely let go of the wheel and like was holding <laughs> coffee in one hand and had her other hand across me and i was even at that point i was like what the fuck are you doing like, like jesus take the wheel put <laughs> your hand back on the fucking wheel <laughs> she, she had, did end up she did finally like grab it and we like s- swerved kind of in and out of this cornfield but yeah my life flashed before my eyes but she grabbed the wheel so she had the coffee hand over here she grabbed the wheel with her mouth like <laughs> yeah it was like teeth <laughs> yeah that's not good. It was scary. Hmm. That does sound like I'm. <laughs> My heart's beating fast. Jess, you've had a rough life with the poker and the pussy and then the phone cord. Phone yeah. cord. What? <laughs> phone cord come from? Losing my goddamn mind, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you have an incident with a phone cord? No. Oh. Can't prove it. Um. Scariest thing. I have two, of course, Seth. I know you love my long uh, answers. The first is we were at Kings Island and we're cheap, right? So we go out to the car to eat lunch. So we sit in the back <laughs> of the car, right? You pop the, we mm-hmm. have SUV, so we have the thing that pops up. So we sit in the back of there and eat our sandwiches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were eating and Lucy was little and she, dude, she just takes off running in the parking lot right toward, you know how so you got like the parking spaces on this side and the main roads in the middle mm-hmm. where all the cars fly through there? Yeah. So she runs toward that and like, my mom and Abby are like, get the baby. So I'm like, oh shit. So I look like dude from Pet Cemetery. Like, <laughs> and dude, oh I was screaming at her and she wouldn't stop. So huh. we get to like where, here's the road. We get to like right here. So I do, I kicked her legs out from under. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I still, I still haven't lived it down. They still make fun of me for it. Like, remember that time we were at Kings Island and Josh tackled Lucy? Well, oh she's running God. right in front of a car. <sighs> The other one was I picked Charlotte up from preschool one day, and we were driving on, um, and uh, we come around the thing, and there is a semi-truck coming, and some idiot in a truck tried to go around it and pass it, and like we come around the curve, and we're like right there. I had to go off into the grass and around. Shit. Yeah, very scary. So that's like my biggest fear driving out here is like someone crossing center, and because you hear about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, and then we were so close, I could see the guy in the truck. And he's just like, because <laughs> if you think about it, that'd be like hitting a wall at like 100 miles an hour, probably oh, 120 if you're both going 60. Yeah. And yeah, the guy did nothing. He's just like deer in the mm-hmm. headlights. I go off over in the grass. A semi truck slammed on his brakes, and then this jackass. It's like, and I was on the phone with Abby, and she was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "Oh, we almost died." <laughs> like, why are you screaming? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is all that yelling? <laughs> oh, my turn. Mm-hmm. Probably for me. So when I was a flight attendant many moons ago, we were evacuating people out of New Orleans after the hurricane. Mm. And we took off. It was at night. And we hit like the worst turbulence I've ever been in. And I thought we were crashing. Like I was out in the aisle with a cart. Like, like I fell over. It fell over. We were oh, all really? laying on the floor. Yeah, I was nuts. You fell on the floor? Mm-hmm. It was very scary. Were you freaking out? Yes. I can only imagine you. Because I'd only been flying for like a month or two. Was everybody laughing at you? All the all the uh, veterans? No. So all these... No, because we were all new. All of us. 
Oh. But all these people had never been on a plane before. Like these were very poor people. Mm-hmm. Had like plastic bags, so they were just screaming. Mm. They were like, Jesus help! But you know, it was just like. What nuts. were you doing, motherfucker? I was just laying on the floor trying to get up. It was insane. Can you oh see him? God. Laying just, on the floor. If you had to envision, if you saw this with no volume and you, all you saw was Seth's mouth moving, what do you think came <laughs> out of his mouth in this moment? Like, oh, fuck. Probably, oh, Probably. fuck, yeah. Jesus Christ. It was or scary. Jesus Christ, something like that. Yeah. And since we were all new, one of the girls up front was trying to page and she hit the emergency tone. Oh, God. So we really thought, like, something was happening. Oh, yeah. God. It was just insane. The pilots didn't come over the thing and were like, hey, just bad turn. No, the pilot was a dick, but they were trying to probably get control of the plane. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Shit. Uh, scary, scary. I did see a grown man cry on a plane once. Because we were coming back from Chicago and we hit some... Tur- it really wasn't even that bad. But yeah. he, was, he had like death grips on the arm thing. And he was just like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Some people really freak out about it. I was like, this dude's fucking yeah. crying. I'm sitting there like listening to my Coheed and Cambria, reading my Stephen King book, looking over like... You weren't like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Do I look like that it's kind okay. of guy? It's okay to be okay. I'd just, be, just would, though. So, yeah. she'd be meaner than me. <laughs> hey, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> what is your goddamn problem? <laughs> like, seriously, dude. Come on, listen, listen to my raspy voice, okay? Do I think you think I have time for this shit? <laughs> She's like, here's a fucking tissue. Had a bad experience with a phone cord once. <laughs> God, a phone cord, fucker. <laughs> okay, I, what is your Hogwarts house? Um, I really wish it were Gryffindor, but let's all be honest here. We're all friends. It's probably Slytherin. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say if you don't say Slytherin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably Slytherin. Like, I want to be Gryffindor, too, but I, I would probably be the Hufflepuff one, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Definitely not Slytherin. Why Hufflepuff? I don't know. I just feel like I'm not, like, cool enough to be Gryffindor. What? I don't know. Okay. Jess? I don't know. I said Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Mm, I could see you as Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna elaborate on that. I don't want you to get mad at me. Okay. I feel like we're having a moment after the phone cord thing. This fucking phone cord. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save <laughs> dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'd probably grab my fireproof envelope I have in the basement. What's in it? <laughs> like my passport and birth certificate, all the important papers. Is there any documents? Money? No any money or no money. No. We won't steal that then. I don't know what else I'd grab. I mean, hmm. everything else is just stuff. Yeah, Humphrey's outside already. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's his loved one though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jess. Um, I said like phone and my purse and stuff. Yeah, stuff that's hard to replace. Yeah. Like. like because I everything else it's just like there's furniture, there's a TV. Yeah. Not that worried about. You're trying to unmount TV. your TV from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right out. <laughs> you toss me the screwdriver. Willow's just looking at me like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is she doing? It'd be so funny. Uh, for me, it would be so uh, all of Lucy's artwork she's ever done and given to me. I keep on my desk drawer in a mm-hmm. book, so it's like a big uh, binder of artwork. I'd probably grab that mm-hmm. or my TV. Off the wall. I, mean, I was going to say like wrench. pictures, but those are all at my parents' house. 
See, all my pictures are like on my phone, and they're all in the cloud now. So my phone could get destroyed, and like I'd still have all that crap. But I mean, like ones from like when we were kids, oh. like that stuff. Yeah, it's not obviously in the cloud. Yeah, my dad has a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of that in my we house. just have like boxes of them. Like yeah. they're not even organized. They're At just, your house? My parents' house. Oh, uh, see, yeah. all of that stuff's in my parents' house too. Plus, yeah. God, did you guys ever see me as a kid? Yeah, I'm legit one of the ugliest kids ever. Alien baby. For real. Mm. Alien baby, fucking werewolf teeth all through school. <laughs> werewolf teeth. Seriously, yeah. dude. I had some jacked up. Like my teeth were all on top of each other. I'm surprised like, your mom didn't drown you in the crick. What? In the, cr- <laughs> the fucking crick. <laughs> By my legs. Yeah. Changeling style. God, what is this thing? Oh, look at this. There's oh no God. way that came out of me. They probably fucked my head up when they broke her water with that fucking mallet thing she was telling us about. <laughs> mallet? <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting lit and talking shit. Scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode is Dreamcatcher. Jess, that was your pick. Why did you pick this movie? I love this movie. It's so good. So I read the book. You I'm have the book? A big fan. I've yeah. never read the book. After watching this, I want to read the book. I'll let you borrow. You actually physically have it? I actually have it. Yeah. Can I have it? And st- can we just put it over there and I can act like it's mine? No, but she can borrow it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Little bitch. <laughs> It's fine. I'll get my own copy. Okay. 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 Seth, you remember the first time you watched this movie? No, I, I did. I do remember seeing it, blah, 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 but I don't. <laughs> I don't like remember the actual first time. Yeah. I've only seen it once before this. Yeah. Did you like it last time? Do you remember the first time I watched it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The alien butt movie. Yeah. That's true. He got very excited when you picked this movie yeah. based <laughs> on the alien ass. What about you, Jess? First watch experiences? Um, I think I was just at home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't. It, I don't even know if it was a theater movie. I don't think it was. Actually, this didn't come out in theaters. I don't know. I didn't no, see it in theater. It had to have came out in theaters. It, I didn't think it was this old either. The CGI yeah. held up really well, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, I used to date a girl in high school, and <sighs> she loved this movie and like wanted to watch it all the time, which is why I think I didn't like the movie. Did you make love to it? Um, I doubt it. I don't, I don't think so. No. Josh, the alien's about to come out. Wait. <laughs> We'd pause it. We'd pause it at that scene with the lady in the snow where there's a big hole in her butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. Uh, yeah. Okay. Our characters. So, Damian Lewis plays Jonesy. Have you guys ever seen Billions? Have I asked you guys that before? Yes. Mm-hmm. He is so good in that show. Uh, Thomas Jane plays Henry. Thomas Jane was also in The Mist, which we watched. Another yes. Stephen King movie. Uh, Jason Lee plays Beaver. I know I'm going to sound really stupid, but the only thing I can think of of Jason Lee is Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, really? He was uh. in My Name is Earl. Oh, yeah, that Earl. is him. Yeah. That My name is, is Earl. him. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. The Beave. The Beave. Timothy Oliphant plays Pete. I love Timothy Oliphant. Uh, he's in Justified. He's in the Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know why I said it like that. What? <laughs> Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> Seth's favorite, Donnie Wahlberg, is Duddits. I'm not going to go through Donnie Wahlberg's <laughs> long list of accomplishments. Morgan Freeman is Colonel Curtis. Hated him. Yeah. Tom Sizemore's Owen. What, what's Tom Hated Sizemore him. been in? Anybody think of a uh, Tom Sizemore movie? He's been in a few other things. Not he's, anything big. He's one of those people that I look at. I'm like, oh, it's him. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, who is he? Yeah. I feel like he's always in like a military role yeah. or something. Yeah. He's a real hard ass all the time. Yeah. Like you. Like me. Like you. Mm-hmm. Like you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Mm. Yeah. 
Director, uh. Lawrence Kasdan. <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan. 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 Not sure. Actually blames this movie and its um, non-success on tanking his career, believe it or not. Shit. Yes. Writer, Stephen King. The budget was $68 million and it made $75.7 million at the box office. Yeah, so it didn't really make much money. Jess, I tried to shorten up the synopsis as much as I could. Would you like to read it? Yeah. Thank you. Dreamcatcher tells of four young friends who perform a heroic act and are changed forever by the uncanny powers they gain in return. Years later, the friends, now men, are on a hunting trip in the Maine woods when they are overtaken by a blizzard in which something much more ominous moves. Challenged to stop an alien force, the friends must first prevent the slaughter of innocent civilians by military vigilante, vigilante, then overcome then overcome a threat to the bond between them. I don't know why I had to say it like that. Vagilante? Vigilante? Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita Vagilante. <laughs> oh, boy, you guys are fun. Yeah. I missed you guys. I really did. I've been texting you, telling you how excited I am to record. You guys are probably like, oh, my God, would you shut the yeah. fuck up? I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to our episode with Brooke? He did it. Oh, no. But it's like real weird. It's like... (laughs) 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 We didn't even know he was going to do it either. It was very aggressive. It was an aggressive turkey call. Wow. It's like he is like providing for his family, okay? (laughs) And he's out hunting. And like he's been out all day and can't find a fucking turkey. And this is like his last ditch effort to get that turkey to feed his family of five children. Yeah. And he was just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like real deep, or like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. It's like he—he he was giving it everything he had. He really wanted that turkey. He, he said he practiced on his way home from work. <laughs> you should get the clip of that and put it like right there in this podcast. Oh, I should do that. I'm not as talented as Chuck though. Chuck can just go on there and edit shit in, and I'm like, can't do it. I'm just not smart. <laughs> It was like an obvious pause and you can hear you talking. How do I put this in here? And it's just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Scene one, opening scene, Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher is displayed over a montage of snow, ice. Uh, the ice is melting and then to, into water and then we see mountains. Henry listens to a fat man talk about Carl's Jr.'s cheeseburgers. The man gets angry and rushes out. Uh, is Henry, I think he's like, uh, he... he is telling the guy that he knows that he was okay with his mom dying, I think was the gist of it. Um, but Henry pulls out a gun, holding it to his head, just as his phone rings, stopping him from killing himself. Jonesy's on the phone, and they briefly discuss their trip this Saturday. After noticing the kids' uh, the kids beat-up shoes, Jonesy... So Jonesy is a principal, I think, or some sort of guidance counselor. Yeah, I took it as a principal, but... A professor. Okay. So uh, Is he a professor? Yeah. Ooh, so, so intelligent. <laughs> Jones- professor. <laughs> so Jonesy gets off the phone with Henry. He's got a kid in there that cheated on a test. He sees the kid's beat up shoes and um, knows that if he expels the kid, he's going to lose a scholarship. So he felt sorry for him. So he lets him make up the exam. I think he told him he can write a paper or something. We cut to Pete, who's a car salesman. He accidentally calls a woman by her first name who's lost her keys, like freaking her out. But honestly, I probably would have been freaked out too. He helps her retrace all of her steps and finds her keys in a puddle 
uh, while simultaneously creeping her out even further. She agrees to have dinner with him, but really she just wants to get the fuck away from him because he's acting super weird. We cut to Beaver having a drink by himself. He walks out and calls Jonesy while writing SSD on a payphone window before telling Jonesy to be careful. He wishes he knew why. So he knows something's going to happen, but he doesn't know why. Jonesy hears voices as he's walking home. He looks awkwardly across the street, walks right out into the street, gets hit by a car. We see that in the ambulance, they try to revive Jonesy with no luck. He sees a young boy speaking incoherently over top of him before the screen goes black. Okay. I think I say this every time there's a gun in a movie, but this guy is a terrible gun owner. Yeah. He shoots his diploma off his wall Mm -hmm. on accident. And what's next door? (laughs) <laughs> right i don't know what was it i don't know maybe it might have been a child care facility could have been <laughs> is he the was he Careless. in saw is that the same dude the doctor in the first one? Oh no no okay. no, no that's the guy from that um that's what i thought this guy looks familiar wasn't so. he in the punisher he's the punisher the original okay. punisher and then that. he's in the mist Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking of. Um, so it, what we gather in this scene is that all of these people have like their own little powers going on. Henry mm-hmm. can read minds. Right. Um, Pete does this weird thing with his finger where he can like retrace <laughs> steps and like find people. I don't know, dude. <laughs> little weird. A little much. Um, what's, Beaver can what, tell the future? I guess. Because we don't really ever dig into that, do no, we? No, uh-uh. I don't. I don't know that he fully can. It's just like he gets like a feeling a, or yeah, something. Yeah, because he doesn't. He doesn't like know fully what's going to happen. He's just like, uh, you need to be careful. For some reason, I feel like you need to be on, on alert. Okay, and then what's Jonesy's? Um, actually, I don't know. Because they can all talk to each other through their heads, though, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't really ever, I mean, we know he's got that locked, like, memory box or whatever, so I don't know if that is his thing, but, like... Maybe? I'm not 100% sure. I don't know, since he's, like, possessed or whatever, half the movie. Oh, it's so good, too. (laughs) So, basically, but all of them have these, like, intuitions and capabilities Mm -hmm. um, that we find out later how they got them. Definitely has a very it feel to it. Mm -hmm. Timothy Oliphant looks so freaking young in this movie. He does. It was like 2003. I know. It's so crazy, yeah. though. I'm like, oh, my God. Abby was like, he aged well. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you pervert. He's <laughs> like, mm, bring that finger over here. Yeah, I know. He's like waving it. How did you, is it like an E.T. finger? It kind of looks like that. <laughs> you guys ever met E.T.'s cousin? <laughs> well, he's a good friend of Mac. ours. Mac and me. He's a big fan of White Rain. Um, <laughs> Sponsored by White Rain. <laughs> so Stephen King actually wrote this book during his recovery from his car accident. You guys know he got hit by a car, right? Broke his mm-hmm. back. Um, which is the point or the plot point in the movie of Jonesy getting hit by a car is supposed to be kind of that. But anyway, scene two, another fucking cabin. Dude, after cabin or uh, after Evil Dead, I don't want to see a movie with another fucking cabin in it. <laughs> I know. Being honest. All right. So the gang, Beaver, Jonesy, Henry, and Pete, they all arrive at a cabin in the woods. As Beaver talks about the blowjob he got the night before and how great his boner status is. <laughs> Henry and Jonesy talk about duddits. Jonesy tells him that he saw duddits, which is why he walked across the street into traffic. Let me cut back real quick. Do you guys remember how, is it six months? Eight, it's eight months later, isn't it? I think so. Okay. Six. Six. Uh, I thought Six it was eight. Oh. So, <laughs> Jonesy didn't die. He did recover. But go ahead. 
What? What? It's, just, it's six months. <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, I was just looking over and said, like, oh. You guys wow. take your fucking notes correctly. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you guys even watch the movie? <laughs> did you watch the goddamn movie? <laughs> Storms out. Uh, the gang sits around the table and argue about medical terms. They make bets on the game they're playing, and there's more banter. Really feels like something we would be doing if we were hanging out. Mm-hmm. They talk shit about their memory warehouses. As we see Jonesy in a library looking out of the room, um, at the gang. So basically they're able to, I don't know how to explain this really great, but what it is, is it looks like they're in a, like a warehouse with files and books. It's kind of like a library. It's like a library, like a big old library. And that's supposed to be their memory, um, warehouse, I think is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, we see Jonesy peering out the window, watching everybody. Again, he can even see himself as they're sitting around the table joking. We find out that it is their 20th anniversary. It's their 20th year of visiting this cabin. They toast to Duddits, their dream catcher. Just when, um, just then, we cut to the younger version of the kids talking about a girl at school who's... P- <laughs> girl at school's pussy as they find a red shirt on the ground. So, I don't know. I didn't talk like that. I was a very well-mannered kid. <laughs> I would have never talked about a young lady at school in that manner, Seth. Mm-hmm. They hear a, scr- a kid screaming as they find a lunchbox. Behind the building, there are three older kids trying to feed Duddits. This is the little boy. Dog shit. The kids stick up for Duddits and threaten the bullies until they finally leave. They dress Duddits as Beaver sings to him, making him feel better. The boy's name is Douglas Cavell. Cavill, Cavill, not sure. He tells the gang that his name is Duddits, which is why they call him Duddits. Um, do these actors have really good chemistry in this mm-hmm. movie? I thought, and I didn't look into this. I don't know if they've ever been in other movies together, but I really, I think that they did a really great job of making it feel like they will have been friends forever. Um, the memory warehouse. I, we kind of, kind of talked about it already, but like, what, what do you? So they're able to take these memories and. Like get rid of them whenever they want. That's, that's how yeah. I that's took how it. it seems. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if in the book it's explained better because it, again, it just looked like a big warehouse with a bunch of books. It's not. And it's not. No. Yeah, I didn't think it was like <laughs> super clear. Because it was almost like if they want to, they can suppress memories that they don't want to remember. Yeah, I mean that's what I assumed they were doing. Like if you have a bad mm-hmm. memory, you can get rid of it. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be nice. Um, do you guys feel like in Stephen King movies and books, his bullies are like way over the top? Yes. Yeah, that was like super fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, because in it, it was really bad too. Yeah, and Stand by Me, it's bad, and mm-hmm. it, it's bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of other movies, but I feel like his bullies are like way over the top. They're pretty mean. Um, but the other thing that I think Stephen King does a great job of is writing kid characters and like that camaraderie between kids because you think of like mm-hmm. it and this movie stand by me which i keep mentioning but i don't know that in in his movies and books those are always some of my favorite parts of them are the camaraderie between the kids that's back in yeah. Derry again and they even i feel like they even do a pretty good job of getting kid actors because the kid actors mm-hmm. did really well also um yeah and all of it obviously is centered around dairy but so this i didn't know this it's in the book i guess but that this area where they find dud it's as the Barons, which is in it, which is where all the kids hang out in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, pretty crazy, Jess. It's crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Jesus Christ, bananas. <laughs> is that what you called it? <laughs> One of the kids, I think uh, Beave said it when they were looking at the... Looking at the picture. Yeah, in the school. Scene three, double storm, <laughs> the old eight inches. Henry and Pete leave a convenience store, buying 
The only thing I saw was hot dogs. I think they drove all the way there to get some fucking hot dogs. Mm. It starts to snow as Beaver and Jonesy are hunting. Jonesy sights in on a deer just as another hunter falls to his knees in his scope. Jonesy approaches the man and as he stumbles around. He's been lost since the day before yesterday. Jonesy brings him back to their cabin to get him warm. As Jonesy undresses the man, he burps right in his face, saying he ate some bad berries in the dark. We cut back to Henry and Pete on their way back, discussing Pete's non-alcoholism as he's pounding beers. Henry tells Pete that the patient in his office six months ago ended up eating himself to death. Um, yeah. So back at the cabin, Beaver talks to the lost man as the man starts to fart uncontrollably. They take him and lay him down in one of the fucking beds, and then his stomach starts like moving. You can like, see it moving. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Pete and Henry driving up the mountain as they narrowly miss something kneeling in the road and swerve off the road, flipping their car. Henry and Pete, or Henry pulls Pete out of the truck as they both start to laugh. Back at the cabin, Jonesy and Beaver notice that all of the animals in the woods are running in the same direction. It almost looks like they're running away from something. Jonesy and Beaver go out to look at the animals as a helicopter flies overhead and tells them that they're in a lockdown situation and that it will be contained within 24 to 48 hours. We jump back to Henry and Pete approaching the person in the road. The woman grabs Pete and begins to belch. A lot of burping going on here, kids. She says she has to find Rick. Henry decides to walk for help as Pete stays with the belching broad. Okay, so the guy in the woods with Jonesy. This dude is all beat to hell. Dude. It's not like uh-huh. this dude was just walking around. Like He's got like frostbite going on. Yeah. And he, it looks like he just got like beat up. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other way to describe it. Um, Rough. He would, looks like he's got the sweats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the sweats. <laughs> would you have brought this dude back to your cabin? Absolutely not. We're not just like to let him die. No, but I would like probably bring him back and let him sit on the porch. Like. Yeah. <laughs> he could stay on the fucking porch. Dude's got frostbite on his face. Yeah. She's like, he could sit here, sir. <laughs> bring him out a fan. I at <laughs> least would not lay him up in one of the beds in there. No, like, not a fucking uh-uh. chance. You blow, bro, you can lay on the floor. <laughs> got a huge Sorry, chest like you, though. At first. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he looks like he's pregnant. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point too. So when they first find him, he's got this big like barrel chest, yeah. and then when they lay him down in bed, his chest is basically gone. He's got a humongous belly, mm. like he needs one of those croquet needles shoved up there. <laughs> croquet <laughs> needle. Croquet. <laughs> that's a garden game. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I might be a little biased, but I think Timothy Oliphant is fucking hilarious in this movie. He is. I think Jason Lee is too. Beeve, yes, the Beeve. The yeah. He's my favorite character because they're like laughing at the dude when he's farting oh and shit. Oh my god, mm. that made me think of you too. Like <laughs> in that scenario, like if you found a fucking dude in the woods and brought him back, like one hundred percent, that's you too trying to help this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking put him in the room and then just start fucking dying laughing and opening up windows and shit. Well, fuck if he's farting and belching yeah. and shit. What <laughs> do you want us to do? Sit in there and, and just saying, just it was funny. That? Ugh. Yuck, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing I really like about this uh, scene is the animals. Like, I thought it looked really cool because it was like all different types of it. Normally, animals that probably wouldn't be together. One part I forgot. <laughs> he asked him if he'd been eating woodchuck turds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What you been doing, man? Eating woodchuck turds?" <laughs> <laughs> Beaver has so many yeah. good lines. He's hilarious, dude. Too bad it doesn't last real long. Well, way to ruin that. <laughs> Scene four, never follow the bloody trail. Do you really think animals have a better sense like that than we do? Um, Maybe. 
because they're like I'm out sure. in nature and stuff. Mm. <laughs> like I don't know. Mm. They're more in touch <laughs> with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you just always see those that in movies. They always seem to have like intuition. Intuition. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was cool because like there were deer running, there were wolves, there were it's like um, a fucking turkey or something. Like, turkey. There's a bear, yeah. squirrels. Like they were just like obviously there's something. They're like we gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, it's just like birds like migrating. Yeah. That's know. true. Like, how do they know? You know. How do they know? How oh, this is getting deep. <laughs> it's way deeper than know? I intended to get. With <laughs> <sighs> let's take a break. Scene four: Never follow the bloody trail. Inside the cabin, Jonesy and Beaver find blood on the floor, leading back to the bloody bed. Simultaneously, they look at the bathroom door and then talk to the man through the door. He won't come out, so they break down the door to find the bathroom bloody and Rick, that's the man's name, on the toilet. Beaver touches the man as he falls over with his bloody ass directly in the air as something Ugh. flops around inside the toilet. Beaver immediately sits on the toilet. During, I was cringing the whole time. I'm like, I know where that thing's going to go. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the toilet monster starts starts hitting the seat, knocking Beaver's toothpicks out of his jacket and all over the floor. Jonesy searches through the barn as Beaver still sits on the toilet seat. He finds a bell, um, a bell to hit. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know either. While Jonesy's fiddle-fucking around in the barn, Beaver tries to pick up the fucking nasty-ass toothpicks off the floor. If he would have put one of these in his mouth, I would have puked. They were not in the blood. Dude. Come but on. Why is he so obsessed with these toothpicks? He's obviously got like a tick. Like he has to have him ex smoker to help his anxiety or something. Mental. He's, yeah. a, he's a noob guy. He's a noob. <laughs> he's a noob. Um, so he leans over to pick up toothpaste. In doing so, he lets the monster out of the toilet and attacks him, taking off his fucking fingers before knocking him down. Ugh. Just then, Jonesy arrives, distracting the monster, and just uh, I'm sorry. Just then, Jonesy arrives, distracting the monster, and just as it turns to go after Jonesy, Beaver grabs it. The snake slash worm turns on Beaver and kills him. Jonesy runs off and hides behind a door as the worm continues to slam against the door. The door handle breaks off as the door slowly opens to the snake slash worm as it slithers around two large feet. And as the camera pans out, we see that the monster really is a big ass freaking gray alien. Just as his head explodes into red dust, Jonesy inhales, I'm guessing becoming infected. So Jump scare. Um, yes. So let's talk about Beaver here. So if Beaver had not been stupid and leaned over to grab the toothpicks, he would have never let the shitworm out of the toilet and wouldn't have died. That annoyed me. Like, you can't just wait two minutes. I know. Back to Beaver being funny, though. It's hilarious when he says he dropped a clinker in there. He's like, oh, he dropped a big clinker in there. That's what I'm saying in the most, like, serious moment. This dude's face is completely, like, red, like, Mm. covered in that stuff. And he's fucking still making jokes. That would so be me. I know. <laughs> Drop the fucking clinker. He'd be like, Josh, would you be serious? <laughs> we have a situation here. <laughs> Drop the clinker. And um, I would not have taken a decade to find whatever he was looking for in the damn shed. Yeah, oh, he, I know. He kind of duct tape. Tape or something. It was like, Jesus. I don't know why I had to need a bell. I don't know what the fuck that he means. He picked up a bell and said something. Oh. When he was out in the cab or in the uh, shed. It was like a squeaky yeah. horn. Like he was it? making a joke or something about it. He was oh. like, hey. It's not a funny situation at all, if you ask me. It's not. What? It's not. Um, so these looked like a. It almost looked like a really small trimmer mm. monster. A graboid. A graboid. A graboid. Yeah. yeah. It looked like those things that come out of their mouth. It did. Yeah. It had a bunch of teeth, mm-hmm. like rows of teeth. Yeah. And oh, it's fucking gross. Because it opened up like a. Like they did it sideways, kind of like, like yeah. on it, like when it actually 
yeah. fucking opens mm. up. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like a sideways vagina that opens. Mm-hmm. Sideways vagina that opens. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of experience in that area? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just know they have teeth. They, I don't think they do. Um, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Sorry, it's my caffeine-free diet Pepsi. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> they got the alien in me. Came <laughs> oh, God. He's going to be shitting out worms. You okay? Yeah. Just had a burp. You've been eating woodchuck turds? Woodchuck turds. Beer and a buzzsaw. Isn't that what he says or something like that? What? A buzzsaw? What? 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 <laughs> She's seizing. Are you okay? No, Beaver says like bitch and a buzzsaw or something when he fucking farts. Oh. That's very derogatory, Jeff. Um, the, the CGI in this, these scenes were really great, I thought. Especially for being back in 2003. Yeah, I was actually surprised how decent it was mm. for the age. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised how decent you are for your age. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Scene five. Oh, great. A military base. Uh, we see the helicopters arrive back at a base. We see a group of people quarantined and animals. Uh, heads are being brought in in bags. We find out that there are about 100 of these things left. They believe this was a crash landing and it was not intentional. Uh, talking about the aliens, of course. They project what they link Okay, this is fucked up. They project <laughs> what they think in their brains, and that's what we see. So whatever their sense, so the alien we saw earlier, that's not their true form. That's just what they project because they think that's what we want to see. Correct. Okay. Whew. <laughs> this is way too deep. I just, I'm, I'm used to like burping and farting jokes. I'm not used to all this seriousness. Uh, there's a theory that the infection will only grow in a small series of the population, that everybody else will be fine. They'll get right over it. This group is called um, the Blues. So this is the military group. We see a new member introduced to the to Colonel Curtis. He's one of the guys we saw in the helicopter. This guy's a real dick. He belittles this guy in front of the whole group and then ends up shooting his fingers off because he lied to him. Um, uh, what happened is he had let a, a mother and a young girl leave the containment zone, and this dude is not fucking around. He's like, nobody is leaving the zone, Seth. The zone. Yes, yes. <laughs> So Curtis, he wants to kill all of the infected people. He uh, doesn't care whether they can get over the virus or not. He wants to kill all the infected. We find out in this scene that Owen will be taking over for Curtis after this mission. So uh, Curtis is an older general. He's This is his last mission. He's going to be handing the reins over to Owen after this. We cut back to Pete, who's hobbling back to the fire with a case of beer. So earlier after they crashed the car... Um, Henry told Pete not to leave this woman's side, not to go back for the beer, which we see he did not listen because he went and got the beer. Now he's back drinking. As he's talking uh, to the woman, we see that uh, the, the shit worm, actually, this is the scene I was talking about earlier. So the lady's laying there on the ground. She's got a big hole in her ass, and you see the, where this worm has slithered out of her. There's red marks all in the snow where it had burrowed itself into this snowbank. I mean, it looks like a bad fist job. Yeah? Yeah. You've seen this. Fist job gone wrong. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Cut back to the cabin. So I called him Alien Jonesy because he's clearly infected. But Alien Jonesy takes off on a snowmobile. He starts to laugh crazily. Back at the fire, Pete tells the dead woman about the ability Duddits gave them uh, when they were kids. 
Just as the shitworm looks like it again, Trimmer esque is burrowing under the snow right toward him. Pete believes Duddits is from another planet and came to prepare them for something, but they don't know what. As he writes Duddits' name in the snow while he's pissing, the shitworm jumps out and attacks him, narrowly biting off his dick. He burns it multiple times and it gets off of him and leaves him alone. So let's go back to this military base. Did you guys see Morgan Freeman's fucking eyebrows in this movie? Ridiculous. Uh, Dude, they look like he had like two worms up there on his fucking face. I was like, oh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> At first, I thought it was snow in his eyebrows, and I was like, okay, but then it like never melted. No. Yeah, I, I hate <laughs> him in this movie. <laughs> never melted. I hate him in this movie. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. Clearly nuts. He just shoots the dude's fingers off? Like, jeez. It's a bit extreme. A little bit extreme. Um, If you were him, though, would you... Clearly, he's got some experience with aliens. Um, would you trust the theory that maybe some of the people will get better and some of them won't, but there's really no way to tell who. So what, what, how would you handle this, Seth? I'd like to think that I would, but being in it as long as he has, mm-hmm. you probably just, I don't know. You see so much of the alien. You're like, mm-hmm. everyone's an alien. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I don't know. I would, I would just want to fucking fire everything. Just fucking use flamethrowers. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, damn Hitler! No, I'm just. I, it just seems really fucked up. Like, <laughs> if, you that, if that? you're in that situation, God, to have to make that decision. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want it. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm gonna go drink some beer with Pete. <laughs> I did make a note that that's you going through the woods with a bag of booze. Oh, for sure. <laughs> or me. I don't know. It could be either one of us. Well, for sure. If there's Miller Light in that truck, I'm definitely going no. back. Well, this lady's not moving. Where's she gonna go? Like he knew she was gonna shit out a fucking. <sighs> snake worm but everything they say is something cryptic so it's like you better listen to it Mm. he's like don't go to get the beer so obviously something Uh, bad was gonna happen plus he's being a high school salesman just like you (laughs) hey he's like talking about a ford expedition like he's trying to sell her one you have (laughs) to practice your craft seth how do you and when you're in that situation how do you know what to say and how to react if you've never practiced well she didn't buy one no she wasn't (laughs) buying anything uh did you notice that they kept calling the disease ripley Yes. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Was they it said, Ripley or the Ripleys? The I don't Ripley, know. Yeah, after the Alien movies, right? That's what I'm uh, assuming. That's what I wrote. Ripley, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jonesy on this fucking snowmobile <laughs> is fucking fantastic. Dude. It's funny to me because he's it's, just like a madman. Yeah. Tell, like <laughs> Damian Lewis does so good in this movie when he's playing those two characters. I don't know. I hate that it's like a British accent, though. That's his. He yeah. is British. I know, but just oh. to me, it made it kind of corny whenever yeah. he was. Yeah. I didn't like that part of it. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, I loved it. It just made just... it like almost funny, like instead of, I don't know. That's what I mean. It kind of cracked me up. Yeah. Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. But just to be able thought... to do that as an actor, like mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I was like, he was just like back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the eyes and shit he was making. and His movements were creepy. And they yeah. Were, yeah. Um. So now we know that Duddits gave the boys the ability to, I'm assuming, read minds. That's the best I can do. We obviously see I it think, later, yeah. but um, is it just like telepathy or whatever? I don't know, because it's all like they can read each other's minds, but then I think they can read other people's. But then Pete can like find shit. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. So, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. And did it actually bite his dick off? Do we know? N- it didn't, because remember he was like, "Oh, look how close it was." Yeah. But I thought for sure Dick was gone, dude. I don't know if I'd think to jump on the fire like that either. 
Well, Jess smart did. thinking. Jess, yeah. see, she's she was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. You light them up with fire. I'm out know that you'd want to light little kids on fire, like she was talking about. But <laughs> oh my god, I didn't say that. <laughs> Make up your own minds, people. I'm it's not the here next to... step. It's just you're gonna progress. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna progress. I don't know why I'm doing this. Like it's a dance move. Scene six. Oh, Henry, where art thou? Henry hears Jonesy approach on the snowmobile. He hears him saying. Something about a Mr. Gray and realizes that Jonesy is not on the snowmobile, so he ducks into the snow. We see Jonesy go by on the snowmobile talking to himself still. We see that Duddits warned them about Mr. Gray when they were kids. We also find out that the real Jonesy is still alive inside of the alien Jonesy. Oh, shit. Fuck. Fuck me, man. <laughs> Jonesy finds Pete in the snow. Pete won't tell him how to get to I-95, so... um. Jonesy wants to know how he can get to the highway, basically, and Pete is not telling him. He needs to get to Massachusetts. Jonesy's eyes turn green as he begins to choke Pete. And during this whole thing, um, the other Jonesy, which is in that memory bank warehouse thing, he's, like, yelling out through the window. So I don't know if he was, like, trying to communicate to Pete, like, through their, what is it, tele- tele- telepathically? Dude, you are so fucking smart. Gosh, <laughs> Seriously, you make me look stupid. Uh, Jonesy speaks to Pete, and Pete tells him how to get to I-95 as Jonesy gets on the snowmobile and tells Pete to get on. Was that a good, was that a good accent? <laughs> get on. Get on. Get on, old chap. Here we go. <laughs> we, see, we see back inside Jonesy's head as the alien wants into the locked room. So this is back in the memory bank thing. So there's an actual alien in there with him now, and he's trying to get into this locked room, which I think has all the memories of Duddits, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Henry makes it back to the cabin and finds it covered completely in like red mossy blood type gross. substance. It is yeah. really gross. He also finds Beaver dead. He's able to see through a uh, premonition that Jonesy has been taken by the alien and that shitworms laid eggs all over this fucking cabin, <laughs> dude. What do you call them, the shitworms? I think they called them <laughs> shitworms at one point, which is where I got. I didn't make that up, but a bunch. Uh, so a bunch of these shitworm babies. <laughs> <laughs> They've already hatched, and they're like, like I don't know, <laughs> snaking around everywhere. Um, so it's fucking movie, dude. So Henry soaks the the eggs in gasoline. He soaks the whole cabin in gasoline. Um, and as he goes to light the god freaking darn thing on fire, he drops every freaking match but one. Of course. <sighs> Um, there's a flashback of the gang as kids making a dream catcher. I didn't really understand this, but they link all their own dream catchers together in the middle um, with Duddits, and that's when we see them try to locate this missing girl. Um, as Goosebumps type music, I don't know if you guys noticed that. But it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Plays, uh, Duddits shows Pete how to use his finger to locate the girl. This is Seth's favorite part. It's really, it's like a circular finger motion. <laughs> um, it's like when Seth was a young lad, he was going to go out on a date. He would like warm his fingers up for the movies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. The group also realized that now they can communicate through their thoughts, just like Duddits does. Uh, Pete leads the group to a pipe where they find the missing girl in the pipe. Um, okay, not to be a dead horse, but Damian Lewis was fantastic in this scene. And I actually read that he was impersonating Malcolm McDowell when he was doing the English accent part. That's what he was doing. Okay. That was his inspiration. See that. So, you know, crazy ass Loomis from the Rob Zombie movies. <laughs> Just screaming everywhere. Get me. If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. 
I assume he was trying to go more like Clockwork Orange with it. Probably. I've never seen that though. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's a must see. It's a must see TV. <laughs> um, this cabin scene, dude. That's fucking gross. This cabin's nasty. What is all it that is. shit? It looks like powdered Kool Aid. Yeah. It does look like powdered Kool Aid. Like it's fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Kool Aid man busted in there. It was. <laughs> that's oh yeah. Was. yeah. <laughs> Just randomly. What if the alien did that when he blew up into all that powder? <laughs> Um, Those eggs are gross too. The fucking eggs yeah. are gross. The mm. worms are gross. The fucking yeah. the shit growing on the walls was gross. It was just like ugh. again. I want to know what it smelled like in there. <laughs> it can't be good. It cannot be good. The no. smell. Imagine it. Imagine the smell. <laughs> I thought they also did a good job of similar to it, where the kids and the adult characters really match mm. up. Like mm-hmm. you could tell that like. Obviously, because they look similar, but you could tell which kids were which adults, and they, I thought they did a great job yeah, with that actually as did. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't understand the whole finger thing with Pete, but I don't know that we'll ever know. It probably gets a lot of dates. Possibly. <laughs> Scene seven, the helicopter parade. Owen and Curtis fly their helicopters overhead as they locate the crash site of the alien ship. The group hears sounds in their head um about there not being infection please leave us alone so again these are the aliens um as you did you notice they were doing their fingers when they mm. were doing this so they were <laughs> sending their thoughts into their heads so curtis gives a speech about seeing through the bullshit and kicking ass just as they see the spaceship which is fucking humongous by the way the group of aliens standing waving their fingers in circles as the helicopters shoot them and drop bombs on them the, sh- the all the aliens run back well they don't they like I don't know. It's like they look like a Tasmanian devil. Like the, they you know, do. They yeah, are, they like spin. That's yeah. a good way to describe it. So they do that all the way back to the ship. <laughs> it's the, the best I come up with. Fucking um, Taz. The, the ship, Taz. The Taz alien. <laughs> the fucking ship self-destructs into that red mist, mm-hmm. and it takes out most of the helicopters. I think Owen and P. Uh, P. I don't know. Why I said P. Owen and um, Curtis are the really long ones to get away. I think. Yeah. We cut back to Jonesy and Pete on the snowmobile. Pete won't tell Mister Gray what he wants and tells him to bite his bag, motherfucker. <laughs> Mister Gray stops the um, snowmobile turns around and eats Pete right in half as Jonesy watches from his memory locker. Um, we see that Jonesy, alien Jonesy does make it to I-95. He kills a trucker and feeds um, like infected meat to the dog. Aww. Back in Jonesy's memory vault, he, um, he like runs out, he races to get all these files and he gets them back in that locked room. They're all memories of Duddits and uh, we see on the door it says SSDD. Henry skis to the base and is picked up by the military. So, okay, I have a question here real quick. Did you guys see Henry get skis at any point in this fucking movie? Uh-uh. No. He uh-uh. just, like, we cut and he's skiing down the mountain. I wondered about that, too. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was kind of random. Like, Seth out skiing by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, now Henry is taken by the military group. Um, Curtis shows Owen the infected room full of people. So we see at the military base, there's a room just full of infected people. They're at many different stages of this infection, though. Some of them you can wouldn't even be able to know they were infected. Did you see it was like a barn they were in? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even like a nice facility. It's like a fucking barn. <laughs> <laughs> when they've got all these people to go. So even yeah. if some of these people weren't infected, they're going to be because they're mm-hmm. around all these other people because there are people laying around with like half their faces missing. They're just going to kill them all anyway. I think that, yeah, he was definitely going to kill them all. Um, 
So Curtis shows Owen the room of infected people. I think he's trying to get Owen to get on the same page as him because to this point, Owen really doesn't want to kill all these people. Um, as they exit, Owen sees Henry watching them, and um, he's like staring very awkwardly at us. I don't know if he's like reading their minds or listening to their conversation or what, but um, back in Curtis's office, he tells Owen that they have to kill all of them, all of the infection. They must kill it. Um, he said their biggest fear at this point is a hitchhiker. It'd be a real problem if someone got out of the quarantine zone and was able to spread this, which I think is pretty ironic. Uh-huh. When Owen leaves, Henry stops him and tells him that Curtis is insane and wants Owen to help him slaughter innocent people. Henry tells him that there is a hitchhiker. His name's Jonesy. He's his friend, and he's already gotten out of the quarantine zone. We see that Owen updates Curtis on Henry and even tells him his location as Curtis goes to talk with him. So Owen was not supposed to tell Curtis any of this, and he went right to him and told him. So we think. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um... So this was the first time in the movie that I was disappointed with the CGI. It was during that alien slaughter scene. Just the CGI wasn't as good as it was in the rest of the movie, I didn't think. It wasn't bad, though. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, yeah. I don't know. Plus, I didn't really like the I don't feel like we needed that scene. Not really. No. Honestly, and this, I'd probably jump away ahead, but I feel like you could do away with the whole military storyline altogether. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. That was like my least favorite part mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was almost felt like it didn't fit. It didn't. It, it would take you out of like kind of like these action sequences that they're dealing with and then them just like talking yeah. about it. and Right. I don't know. Plus, I feel like we were more invested with the group of the friends. Yeah. 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 And that would have been, I, I don't know. I agree. Um, do you think all of them have these memory vaults or just Jonesy's? Because he's the only one that we ever see. I think it's just him. So that must be his. Yeah. As we're talking about this, I wonder if that's his power. Like he can control his mind more than anybody oh that's true i, well, I mean like be able that. to de- like protect it and de- yeah. you know because he can and he yeah. can stop other people from getting in yeah um okay and i have a note here which is really irrelevant in about the next five seconds but i said man what a bitch move by owens huh <laughs> but scene eight the old bait and switch <laughs> 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 we see the army ride in and take over the blue unit operation Curtis enters the shed to find that he was tricked by Owen and Henry um, is not in there. It's some other person, but we see Owen and Henry take off um, in a Jeep. I think they're in a Jeep or some sort of military vehicle. Suddenly Jonesy calls Henry through his brain and tells him that Mr. Gray is afraid of Duddits and they're going to Massachusetts. Henry tells Owens that they have to get to Derry to find Duddits. Henry thinks that Jonesy is immune to Mr. Gray because he died in the car wreck his heart stopped twice. So we saw that earlier in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but it, to me, it looked like they couldn't bring him back, but evidently they did. Uh, they arrive at Duddits' house to find he has cancer and is dying. His mom lets him leave with Henry, hoping he'll die happy, saving the world. We also find out that uh, the gun that Curtis gave Owen earlier in the movie, I didn't talk about that, but uh, Curtis gave Owen a gun earlier in the movie. Uh, it has a tracking device in it, so Curtis knows exactly where Owen is at. Uh, we see that Jonesy has crashed the semi-truck that he stole, and he kills an officer stealing his car. Duddis tells Henry that they are going to the reservoir that supplies water for all of Boston. He can infect the water with just one worm, and essentially it would infect the entire world eventually. We get another scene of Jonesy and Mr. Gray talking. Again, probably my favorite part of the movie is that interaction. But um, Curtis is able to sneak out of the camp with a helicopter. I don't know how the fuck he did this. As we see that uh, Alien Jonesy is three miles from the reservoir. Jonesy tricks Mr. Gray into wrecking the car, forcing him to have to walk 
uh, carry this fucking infected dog <laughs> on his back all the way up these this hill to where the uh, reservoir thing is. Henry and Owen arrive at the reservoir as Owen's gear, uh, he gears up, but as he's walking in, of course, fucking what's his face? Uh, Curtis flies overhead with a fucking helicopter and starts shooting at them. Um, I fucking hate this Curtis guy, dude. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this movie moves very quick right here. It does. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they floor it in the movie. Yeah. And like it should be noted. These roads are covered with snow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you can't even see the road. No. And I think that when that cop car pulls up, the bumper of the cop car is pushing snow. Mm-hmm. So there's no, I don't know. This is like, it seemed like it fast forwarded very quick. Yeah. It escalated um, quickly. Yes. But dude, this fucking dog kills me. Like, oh, he, I hate it. It's like grunting and like squealing and he mm-hmm. like puts it up on his shoulders and I'm like, oh, you poor dog. Oh no. Like. Fucker. <sighs> Stephen King's now, he like knows how to write these sad like animals into the yeah. fucking mix, man. Always. So my question is, why haven't <sighs> they seen Duddleton so long? Like it seemed like they didn't know about the cancer or anything. That's see, that's what I don't know. I just had a question. I said, why haven't they seen him? It doesn't make sense if they were all that good of friends that yeah. they wouldn't have went to see him. I don't know either. Mm. Um, poor mom. Mm. No. I have a, a very serious question for you guys. Why in the hell would Owen believe anything Henry's saying? I don't know. He's like talking into a gun. He's like, oh, hey, Duddits. Yeah, you think he'd be like, uh, okay. Or Jay Jonesy. But he was like, oh, hey, no. Jonesy. I think like, at that point he's just like, well... <laughs> I guess I'm just yeah. going to do what I got to do. He's not like, whoops, I made a bad decision. <laughs> right? <laughs> like but he, I don't know. Curtis is such a twat that maybe he's like, well, this is the better of the two yeah. options. Dude, I'm looking at Curtis and I'm looking at Henry. And I'm like, this dude's talking in the phone. He's saying he can read mine, which he did read his mind though. Yeah. Well, I mean, the situation that's happening is pretty fucking crazy too. That's true. So he's probably like, fuck, I'm just, oh, I'm screwed either way. Yeah. I was this just watching just safer. I was like watching him in the car. I'm like, why is he doing with this guy? Oh, yo, now we got to drive to Boston. I'd be like, dude, we're going back. <laughs> got to go to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> got to go get Donnie. Fucking uh, out of here, dude. Donnie's yes. looking for a boat. Donnie's looking for uh, a boat. <laughs> the mom, dude. The mom is so sad. And mm. Duddits is sad. It's just this whole thing is very sad. Yeah. It is. Um, the other thing. Owen calls in the General Matheson character in the movie, right, to come mm-hmm. in and take over the operation. Well, if you thought this alien had gotten out of quarantine and was going to infect the whole world, wouldn't you have told this guy what was going on? Yeah. You think he would have been on higher alert for Curtis as well so he couldn't get in a fucking helicopter and, and fly just leave, out yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Scene nine. Good doggy. So Owen... Um, fucking again he snail walk he knows that curtis is there with the helicopter but he's like snail walk i'm like dude run or hide or do something anyway again he's shooting down at them he uh that forces duddits Mm -hmm. and henry to get out of the car um so owen ends up shooting the helicopter down after its second time coming around he does get shot by the uh by the helicopter but we see inside that Jonesy is just getting the cap off of the water source to put the infection in. Um, so Owen is dead. He got shot by the helicopter, but he did shoot the helicopter down. Uh, Henry takes his gun and walks into the building just as Jonesy finishes getting the cap off. And we see a shit worm crawl out of the dog. Oh, no. Henry enters. 
as the worm attacks him and he blows it to pieces. Alien Jonesy talks to Henry as we see the dead worm shits. <laughs> God, dude. We see the dead worm shits out an egg. Oh, so gross how it like rolls out. It's like, Whoa. Dude, it's so gross. And Henry tells um, Jonesy to tell him something that Mr. Gray couldn't possibly know. So at this point, Jonesy's trying to tell Henry that he is no longer Mr. Gray. He is Jonesy so that he doesn't kill him. And um, his response to this is all he says is SSDD. Henry tells him that that's not good enough, and we uh, get to see as the baby worm is hatching behind him. Henry uh, asks him one last question, of which he gets wrong, just as Duditz walks in and says, Hello, Mr. Gray. Alien Jonesy starts to shake as his eyes turn green and red mist leaves his body, and a huge shitworm appears. Huge shitworm. Huge. Big old, big old shitworm. Duddits approaches Mr. Gray as the alien picks him up, slamming him onto the ground, cracking his head on the ground, stabs him with his claw through his chest as Duddits turns into a different alien form and stabs Mr. Gray through the side, engulfs him in some sort of sack, which explodes as they both turn into red mist and disappear. I got a lot of questions here, kids, but first off, could Owen have walked any fucking slower? No. No. What in the world? I don't know. <sighs> okay. Uh, during this whole movie, Owen has a picture of a woman. Mm-hmm. Did, does it ever say who she is? Side piece. <laughs> Side piece. <laughs> I got that she no. was dead. Because it's almost like he's trying to die. Like when he's shooting the helicopter and he's like oh. going at this alien. Like I don't know if maybe that person in the picture was dead. I don't know. That's really... what I thought. Because at one point, Henry says something about how's he going to explain that to when he sees her again, how's he going to explain that to her? So that's what I was thinking yeah. is that she mm. was dead. Probably. Okay. Big question here. Am you I saw s- how it looked like a dream catcher, right, though, when like it, they exploded. I didn't. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That makes more sense then. So when they were in that sack and it exploded, it looked like a dream catcher. Yeah. Like when both of them exploded or whatever, like... It looked like the dust looked like a big dream catcher. I guess I didn't notice. I didn't either. That makes sense, though, because they keep calling him their dream catcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Duddits looks completely <laughs> different than Mr. Gray, right? So is yeah. Duddits supposed to be another alien life form? That- yeah. Yeah, I okay. took it that way. Okay. Yeah. The final scene. Oh, fuck me running. Scene 10, the final scene. The baby worm leans over the edge of the hole, about to jump in and infect the water, which would ultimately destroy all of mankind. Just as Jonesy squashes it with his foot, he looks up and says H, as Henry says Jonesy, and the credits roll. The end. Now, would the water facility be this easy to gain access to? No. I don't think like, so. No. I don't know. Not, Not, a, me too. Not a fucking chance, dude. Maybe in 2003. Maybe. Maybe. Weird to think that was 17 <laughs> years ago. Almost 18 weird. years no. ago. No. doesn't seem that old either. Like, it's weird. That's what people say about Seth, but I look at him and I'm like, he's older than <laughs> dirt. Well, because when someone says 2003, you're like, oh, that's not that long ago. It really is. But it was. As always, I have some thoughts after watching. It's Seth's favorite point in the show. Mm. Okay. So is this some sort of like alien versus predator shit going on here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd say. So if the um, Mr. Gray alien, which is the bad alien, I'm assuming, is able to take over these bodies and have conversations and like get in their brain, he seemed like an intelligent alien. 
how come Duddit's version of the alien was not so smart? That was like his purpose. That was it just to protect Earth? Yeah. In like the most unknowing form, like the one for me, like wouldn't think that that person's going to be able to protect everyone. That's true. Mm-hmm. But you think he would have like defended himself against the shit eater bullies, right? He or maybe sick. he needed the kid, the other kid. Maybe he knew that he was going to attract the other kids. I don't know. I have a lot of questions, Seth. I no. don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. really don't know. Um, Text Steven. So we've kind of already <laughs> talked. <laughs> we've kind of already talked about this, but so we can agree that all of the kids each had their own individual, like we'll call them powers, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And I still, so I'm, I think you're right. So I think that Jones is probably he's able to suppress his memories and like mm-hmm. seal them off. But did each of them have a power that was relevant to saving the world? Is that what it was supposed to be? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Maybe they all had to work together. Maybe that's what the scene was then with the Dreamcatcher where they all have their own Dreamcatchers and Mm. they connected the Duddits. They're all connected. Yeah. Yeah, But the Beave didn't make it real long. That's what I was thinking. Like (laughs) none of them really did any other than Henry to really stop stop the thing. Jonesy was like, well, I don't know. Maybe Jonesy was supposed, he was the vessel to get Mm-hmm. The alien yeah. two dudits. Maybe, yeah. But what about Beeve and Pete? Pete. Well, Pete, he's the finder. The th- <laughs> Why do you make that <laughs> face when you do it? What's the face? You do like open your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you do when you're uh, doing that? Yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could see us. Wow, they're probably like, laughing. God, these guys are <laughs> idiots. They're all dumb. Um, yeah, again, CGI was great for 2003. I thought it really held up. Um, okay, dogs and kids in movies kill me. Like, I can mm. take it when something bad happens to like a normal person or a human, an adult. Yeah, but like I a know. kid and a dog, dude, that just crushes me, man. Well, because they're innocent, like you know. That is, I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, adults are not. Yeah, some of them. Well, the boring ones. Me. open Uh, mouth finger banging over here innocent my ass so I don't know why this thought crossed my mind today as I was putting this outline together so to me the best way I can explain this movie to somebody is that it's a mix of stand by me it and the shining but with aliens yeah Yeah. and and slither (laughs) fucking slither dude yeah yeah it's very itty it is yeah. Is it Michael Rooker in Slither? Michael is he Rooker? In I don't know if he is or not. I don't know why I was thinking he was. Michael Rooker. He's a good guy. <laughs> okay, let's jump into HMC favorites. HMC favorite scene from the movie. Seth, what do you got for us? Probably Duddit's transformation. I thought that was pretty sweet at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I forgot about that part. I'm Duddits. I'm Duddits. And he's like fucking huge. <laughs> like a fucking rhino. Yeah, I know. yeah, what? He did kind of look like a rhino. It was like some kind of weird rhino yeah. alien. But I just thought that, that whole scene was cool. You liked that part? And the CGI was good for it. You were like, yes, Duddits. <laughs> yeah, because I like, couldn't remember what they do at the end. So I was like, what's going to happen here? And I was like, oh. OMG. That's what it was. Jeff's favorite scene or scenes? My favorite scene was the beaver bathroom scene really i just just like that scene (laughs) (laughs) really yes 
and not that way. How come? Um, he's my favorite character, and that was just like I don't know. That's the first time you get introduced to the to the shit worm. And it's fucking creepy and it's sad and I just one of my favorite parts. Did it turn you on? No. Okay. Not even sexually. But it's just like <laughs> it was so scary that dude fucking sitting on the toilet and like his face was like completely red. Mm. Like I'm just like imagining myself in that situation. I would be fucking horrified. Yeah. Dropped a clinker. <laughs> Dropped a fucking clinker. Um, my favorite scenes are any of the ones where Damian Lewis is playing both characters, Mr. Gray and Jonesy. Cause I, I just thought he did a really great job. Favorite kill in the movie. Jess. Um, probably even though I didn't want it to happen when Pete gets split in half, that's probably the best mm, kill. That was mine too. Yeah. It was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yeah, it kind of, like, like, whoa, like, whoa really pissed <laughs> this guy off. Um, for me, it was the fat dude, because the whole fucking scene is hilarious. Like um, just the build up, the farts, the burps. <laughs> they lay him in the bed. <laughs> like he rolls over, he's got a big hole in his butt. You're like, what? Uh, the fuck is going on here? How does he perfectly roll right into the tub like that? I, I don't know. <laughs> dude, many takes. They're like, yeah. no, because you roll over right into the tub. <laughs> um, the thing you liked most about the movie, Seth. Uh, like I said, I like how the CGI was still good. I thought it had a really good pace. It wasn't really boring anywhere. Mm. I like that when they move it along. Move it along. Mm. Moving along to you, Jess. The cast and their chemistry and just like you said, them when they're younger and how they tie it to their older selves. I think they did a really good job with that. That was mine as well. The banter between the kids and the adults um, in any of the scenes where they're all together because they play off each other really well. But I all, again, Damian Lewis. I thought Damian Lewis stole the show here. Mm. He's just really great. Thing you did not like about the movie. I'll go first. I picked the whole Curtis storyline. I already talked about it, so I don't need to dig too far into it. But I think the whole military storyline could have been cut from the movie altogether. Um, and it would have been just fine. Seth? I do agree with that, but some of the, just some of the corniness in this kind of took me out of the, you know, scary part. Like some of the lines were kind of, mm-hmm. I don't remember who said it, where they're like, you know, here we come to save the day or whatever. And I'm like, this is so out of place and stupid. Mm, that's true. It's very itty. Itty. It is, but it's just, I don't know. It just feels like the high ho silver away thing. Yeah. Like not how people would really mm-hmm. talk, but true. Uh, mine was also like the military storyline and the dog. They had to use the dog, man. Do you think Pete originally was supposed to be what he was going to infect the that's water where, with? That's where it was headed, yeah. Yeah. And, and then he pissed him off and he was like, nope. You know, he could have <laughs> survived if he'd shut up. He could have. Poor Pete. All right, will you watch this again, Sep? Yeah, I would. Jess? I would, for sure. I would, too. <gasps> Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five stabby scale. We'll average it out at the end. Again, we are where you should be going to get your movie ratings because we know what the fuck we're talking about, people. What was that? Are you okay? That was my pen clicking. You were like piercing your mouth over there. (laughs) He's like, watch me pierce my lip, guys. All right. So the highest rated Stabby's um, movies thus far are Scream with a 4.8, then Tide with a 4.7, The Sex Chainsaw 2003, The Ring, The Conjuring, Rob Zombie's Halloween, and then Halloween H2O with a 4.6, Seth bringing it up the rear. Except I'm not. Damn. 
Ginger Dead Man with a .7. That's Jess's movie. Killer Condom with a 1.5. And then The Thing with a 2.5. Holy smokes. Set. This is our third Stephen King movie. We've done The Mist and we've done Misery. Mm-hmm. Where do you rate this movie? Bum, bum, bum. This one, I'm going to give it a... I lost my place. 3.2. 3.2. Yep. You want to expand upon that, Seth? It's not my favorite Stephen King story. Um, I do like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I slotted it right under Beetlejuice because I do like Beetlejuice better than this. Hmm. Yeah, there's like if I was going to pick Stephen King movies to watch, it probably wouldn't be this one, but I do enjoy it. Jess, how do you rate your own movie, Dreamcatcher, after Seth is shit all over it? That is not a bad score. <laughs> Let her talk. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I rated it a 4.4 because it's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite Stephen King's, but I really like aliens and sci-fi type stuff. That's my favorite. She um, likes alien probing. It's not ideal. It's not like in my top 10 movies, but it'd probably be in my top t- like top 20. You did an excellent job. Thanks. Really like how you explained it too. I'm like, what he did. Um, I had the time of my life. This is not dirty dancing. And I never <laughs> felt this way before. <laughs> You're freaking me out. <laughs> All right. Well, the first time I watched this movie, I fucking hated this movie. Couldn't yeah. stand it. Hated it. Didn't ever want to watch it again. Every what time somebody turned it on. We was watching movies. So yeah. Didn't like it. Couldn't stand it. I was like, this movie's so stupid. I watched it this time, and I was like, this is a fucking great movie. In all fairness, at that point in my life, I had not been introduced to Timothy Oliphant. I never fell in love with Justified or anything he'd done, or Damian Lewis as well. So seeing them in this, I was like, Dude, they are really fucking great. Anyway, I went back and looked, and I am going to rate this movie a 4.4 also. I really enjoyed it. And that's just where I think it falls. Seth, you really fucked Jessica hard on this one, dude. Let's jump over to some of those other folks that rate movies. You probably shouldn't go to them, but if you if you want to, go ahead. Jess, would you like to read the critics' consensus? I would. An incoherent, overly long creature feature. You did a great job. <laughs> I like how you zoned in on what you had were gonna read, and then you just knocked it right out of there. You didn't read the Dead. percentages or anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. So the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus is just just 28% on 183 counts. The Rotten Tomatoes audience, that's folks like you and I that can go in and rate movies, is 35% on 100,000 plus. IMDb gave it a 5.5 out of 10. And us, the horror movie crew, where you should be going to get your movie ratings, gave it a 4 out of 5 or an 80%. So we liked it more than all of these people. Those are really low ratings. I feel like I think this movie got shit on real bad when it first came out but like I said I fucking hated it I didn't hate it the first time I saw it that I remember but we're all not as fucking progressive and as smart as you are we I know I know (laughs) like when I wake up in the morning I'm like how can I be more of a better human and I'm like I should grow a beard Mm -hmm. and be Mm -hmm. fucking angry and pissed off all the time (laughs) that's only when I'm driving like Seth (laughs) yeah yeah and watch your sodium. And watch your sodium intake <laughs> and like, caffeine. Dude, honestly, dude, I have to be honest. Dude, I feel like you'd be a much happier person if you ate a little bit of salt. No. Like, get you a French fry. No. No. Potato chip. I do get them. I get them unsalted. 
They uh, hate you. Unsalty taters. They hate you at McDonald's, don't they? I feel like it's a normal because they never say anything. And then they're not going to be like, fucking they're asshole. Like, Fuck, we got to make a whole new batch. <laughs> <laughs> but they are always hot as fuck when you get them, so they're fresh. Oh, yeah. Well, you ever see when they take them out and dump them on the thing and they like, like the salt thing mm-hmm. they use? They just hold it over like this. And yeah, it's just and like, like a cup of salt comes out. So you don't like to dip them in anything? You're a non dipper. Yeah, I don't dip them in anything. You eat plain ass french fries, non dipped mm-hmm. in any condiments. I yeah, get ketchup he, sometimes. He eats uncooked pasta. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Only when I drink w- red wine. Dude, you're a gross <laughs> human being. Only when I drink red wine. Red wine. <laughs> Strawberry wine. Twenty-eight percent on a hundred days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> you're so stupid. All right, let's wrap this thing up. So let's do some Patreon shoutouts real quick. Um, I don't remember how many Patreon patrons we have right now. Seth, did you ever go in and sign up to be a patron of our own account? I have. That's really sad. You know what? If you don't believe in it, why should anybody Has else? Has Jessica? I have not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got Mark, Jessica. Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. Thank you guys for being patrons. They are able kisses. to get- Kisses. Kisses. Hugs and kisses. So they're getting every episode early. Uh, we're getting ready to release some super- Super fun behind the scenes stuff with Seth and I with no shirts on, drinking beer, Ooh. butt chugging. Um, I, you didn't sign up for that yet, but I'm assuming oh. you will. I don't know about the butt chugging part. Can you picture us trying to fucking figure out how to butt chug? Oh my God. I don't think it'd be that difficult. Did you stick it in and dump beer in? Yep. Yeah, but like, what's your positioning? Are you doing like a headstand? You just gotta. Or you just bend over something. Just bend over. <laughs> is that what you do? You just bend over Jess something? Jess is like, well, this is I how think you, you do it. You have to be like fully inverted, don't you? So, sort of like hanging from a trapeze? Like, how does this. <laughs> she was like, here, guys, this is how you do it. <laughs> Let me show you this video for the party I went to last night. No, I was oh. just thinking about when they do it in blockers. Is that what it is? Yeah. Isn't he like standing up on a chair, like hand standing, like up on a chair or something? No, he's just like bent over. Like oh. he's like squatting and bent over, but the one kid's not really doing it. So it's, I don't know how the fuck we got on this. Um, <laughs> Michael from the, we love horror podcast. Thank you for being a patron member. And of course my lovely mother is your mom a patron member. Seth? Mm-hmm. Nana. <sighs> it's Nana. Uh, we're doing our watch party. It looks like the watch party is going to be on discord on April 3rd. I think that's the date that Jess gave me. Cause she's, you know, she's so fucking busy. Mm-hmm. All the time. She's too cool to hang out. She's too busy. She's got like all this stuff that she does. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thing fell off the fucking rails, didn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, we are doing a guest episode with uh, two chicks in a horror flick later this month, but uh, there'll be an episode out before that one comes out. So I don't know I'm talking about it. Our next episode is HMC 39. This is my pick for March Monster Month, and uh, we're doing Kong, Skull, Skull Island. <laughs> God, dude. Have you ever seen this movie? I haven't, no. Are you excited? Maybe. Is your little pee-pee hard? I don't know, after the last one we saw, that I saw. This movie? No, what was the one we fell asleep at? Oh, Godzilla. Oh, that was Godzilla. Godzilla. Totally yeah, different. I was confused these two. <laughs> dude, one is a T-Rex looking dinosaur and one is a monkey like how do you confuse i don't them? know i just do one is a lizard one is a lizard saf they're both boring usually so. you lit liquor <laughs> you think it's not even more have you seen it no no wow no. first watches for both of you that's gonna be great yes. absolutely great all right well hey i don't have anything else to talk about just great movie thanks 
four out of five average stabbies rating. If Seth didn't hate it so much, it would have been higher. I don't know why he disliked it That's so right. much. Still a good rating. Um, he, yeah. When you said this was the movie he got very excited mm -hmm. and then he just came in here and shit all over it yeah that was my plan the whole time shit worms all over it. shit worms <laughs> well if that's all you guys have uh we're out of here bye bye y'all hey crewbies thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. dick pics yeah randomly yeah. just all over the place mm -hmm. i sent myself a dick pic the other day did you it was gross <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you should slip one into your tax papers just like have it <laughs> printed out in there like in the middle it's a random dick <laughs> see if they say anything oh my god jess your levels oh are fantastic god. today yeah